Hey, how's it going? Uh, did you guys have a good weekend? Everything good happen? Yeah? Pretty good? Wow, that's nice. Did you, did you watch some football? I hear there were some games played this weekend. I know nothing about it. I, I think it's football season, right? I'm just messing with you. Uh, Monday, January 24th, 2022. Monday, January 24th, 2022. <clears throat> yeah, um, I hear that uh, there were some very exciting games uh, this weekend. I, I, I always contend that there are bigger hits in politics. But I'm sure it was very nice. Uh, next week, I think we have the championships and then two weeks following will be the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles, right? Is that right? I, I don't want to be around for the traffic, honestly. I just want to forget it, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll go out of town. <clears throat> PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google those four words. Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. It's really nice of you, really nice of you. I, I, I noticed that somebody brought a bunch of people to listen to me this weekend. It, it, that's what it looked like. On, on Because I had a lot of a lot more people than, than normal, and that was very nice. That was very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I mean, it's no fun for me to go on Twitter and search out idiots to fight with. Uh, if you want to fight with me about something, please bring it on. I'm not calling you an idiot. You're an intelligent person. You're listening to me. Uh, so let's start with uh, Russia, China, Russia, China. Uh, Biden <clears throat> is considering redeploying troops to the region. Uh, there's a Pentagon proposal to deploy thousands of American troops to the Baltics and Eastern Europe, not necessarily Ukraine. I mean, it, uh, uh, there's uh, several countries along uh, uh, the border of Russia, Belarus, uh, along the Baltic Sea there. Uh, Biden was at Camp David with security advisors weighing options. Of course, there is uh, a concern uh, that this would further inflame the weak mind of Putin and back him into a corner where he feels like he has to attack. Now, I, I, these uh, proposed sanctions, if he goes in, Republicans uh, have been saying, and this is just a side thing that I that I'm I wanted to talk about. Republicans have been saying, "Oh, let's let's hit Putin with the sanctions right now." And I'm saying, no, 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 that's a bad idea because then he is backed into the corner. Then he has to attack because of the sanctions. Save the sanctions as a threat. He knows how bad they can be, especially the, the, the taking him, uh, uh, not uh, allowing him to deal in U.S. dollars. I mean, that will screw him on more ways than I can, I can, I can even point out. His economy will fall into the toilet. Hold on to those sanctions until he does something stupid. Republicans want to give him the sanctions now, which will cause war immediately. So we don't want to do that. Top U.S. Defense Department officials have presented uh, Biden with several options that would uh, shift uh, American military assets much closer to uh, uh, the border with uh, uh, Putin and, and Russia. 
after talks between U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov failed on diplomatic levels. Uh, That doesn't mean diplomacy can't work in the future. It just means that so far... Russia, uh, Russia is blaming everything on us, and we're blaming everything on them. And uh, you know what? They're the one with the history of causing the problems. So it's not the United States. It's not the EU. Uh, the idea is to increase troops uh, to up to five thousand, with a readiness, a readiness of fifty thousand to be deployed. In other words, five thousand, put them in, uh, you know, wherever. Uh, I don't. I don't have a map in front of me, but you know, along along those borders, put them all along those borders. Maybe some in the Ukraine. I mean, weapons are being sent to the Ukraine. Um, and have at the ready. And, and of course, we have uh, we have uh, ships deployed over there too. But have all this at the ready, plus the fifty thousand at the ready. Uh, over the weekend. The U.S. and U.K. withdrew the families of diplomats from the Ukraine, citing potential military action against uh, the country by Russia. Ukraine Defense Minister Oleksiy Reznikov announced via Twitter over the weekend that the nation had received a fresh batch of more than 80 tons of weapons from the U.S. and expects additional arms in the near future. Now, I'm thinking some of these arms came from other Baltic states that are going to be resupplied. On Sunday, Russia dismissed an accusation, um, uh, this time from the UK, that it intends to invade Ukraine and install a puppet government there. Uh, The Russian Foreign Minister uh, Ministry said in a statement, stop spreading nonsense. Uh, accusing uh, NATO countries of escalating, quote, escalating tensions around Ukraine. They aren't escalating. You keep on sending troops to the border. Stop sending troops to the border. Pull out of uh, um, Belarus. Pull out of Crimea. Pull out of Georgia. You're the one that's causing these problems. Ukraine broke up with you. Okay, I've said this before. Ukraine broke up with you. She can date anybody she wants. If she wants to date NATO, you don't have a say. Because you were the nutso and Ukraine broke up with you. Uh, anyway, the, uh, as I said, Russian foreign ministry said uh, stop spreading nonsense. And that was in, in reference to the story that we talked about on Thursday and Friday. Remember, where we put sanctions uh, they were placed on um, a former and current Ukrainian leaders because there was a plot to overthrow the government. Okay? I, I've been watching and listening to a, a, a lot of news stories recently um, about the people of Ukraine. And the people of Ukraine, uh, they said it used to be that a lot of people wanted to join back with Russia. But since Russia has been, and Putin, have gotten really nutso, the people, it's completely flipped 180 degrees. Most people in Ukraine want to stay, they want to be with NATO. That's how it is with the population. Uh, Anyway, moving on to China, the China part. Uh, of China, Russia, China, Russia. China sent 39 warplanes 
into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. The, the what is that called? A, A, ADIZ? Yeah, ADIZ, is that it? Um, now, if you think it wasn't uh, uh, planned to happen, as Russian troop presence expands around Ukraine, you don't know politics. I mean, there were other reasons. Uh, even though the U.S. has plenty of troops to spread around, both in uh, um, uh, the Pacific and in the Baltics, uh, in the oceans there. Uh, China is warning the U.S. that if they get involved in uh, Ukraine, it could allow them to take Taiwan easily. That's basically it. But this happened. Um, the, the, the flights by the People's Liberation Army aircraft also came a day after the U.S. and Japanese uh, navies put on a massive show of force in the Philippine Sea, putting together a, uh, a flotilla that included two U.S. Navy aircraft car- carriers. This is north of uh, Taiwan, of course. Uh, two U.S. Ambiv- amphibious assault ships and a Japanese helicopter destroyer, essentially a small aircraft carrier uh, for that. Uh, two U.S. guided missile cruisers and five destroyers were also part of the exercise. I mean, that's a show of force. And if China wants to screw around, they're screwing around in the wrong place. Uh, the Philippine Sea is the area of the Pacific Ocean east of uh, east and north of uh, Taiwan uh, between the self-ruled island and the U.S. territories of Guam and the northern Mariana Islands. The, uh, the Navy did not say how close the flotilla was to Taiwan, but I'm thinking uh, it was uh, close enough to be uh, to that Chinese flotilla of ships guarding those islands. I would bet. Uh, A U.S. Navy statement said the mass of warships was conducting training to preserve and protect a free and open Indo-Pacific region. So now that I have your attention with what's going on over there and over there in Europe, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Man, scary stuff going on in this world right now, right? I mean, this this is World War III kind of stuff going on. I mean, seriously, all of Europe and America against uh, uh, Russia and China. Not to mention uh, Australia, Canada, uh, um, uh, New Zealand. Uh, I mean, what ha- India is going to be involved there, right? And we're friends with India. Even Pakistan would be involved. And Pakistan is a nuclear power, just like India. Don't forget. So, moving on. It's not who votes that counts, it's who counts the votes. Right? You've heard that saying before. I I think it's attributed to... uh, Actually, uh, um, was it... uh, it, uh, Who was it attributed to? Was it uh, Russia? Somebody in Russia? I forget. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Uh, The news tightens uh, again around Trump's bright orange neck. Uh, Among the documents Trump sought to block release from the National Archives was a draft executive order that Trump ultimately didn't sign to order soldiers to seize voting machines across the country following his 2020 election loss. Can you believe this? 
I'm not kidding. This is like serious stuff. I mean, this is, uh, we're getting into serious treason territory. Uh, an unheard of abuse of power only seen in, in, in dictatorships. It was dated December 16th, 2020. The order empowered the defense secretary <clears throat> to seize, collect, retain, and analyze all machines, equipment, electronically stored information, and material records required for retention under a U.S. law that relates to preservation of ele uh, election records. Of course, once these are seized, nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. Additionally, the draft order would have given the defense secretary 60 days to write an assessment of the 2020 election. This suggests it could have been a gambit to keep Trump in power until at least mid-February, where they're saying, okay, I, I'm still president and I'm going to stay. You know? The fronts at which Trump was attacking democracy. And by the way, I've talked about this before. This is a roadmap. It's full of bumps in the road. He's just paving the bumps for the future. Okay? And already bumps have been paved. Election integrity under attack all over the United States by Republican states, by Republican governors and Republican uh, legislatures. Uh, moving on. It was a surprise to me uh, when uh, Margaret Brennan of uh, Face the Nation asked Representative Benny Thompson if the committee will go to Bill Barr. And that's when the chair of the January 6th committee, Benny Thompson, said, uh, to be honest with you, we've had conversations with the former attorney general already. Uh, he continued referring to uh, uh, the voting machine story that I, I, I just, the order that we just talked about. He says, so, so if you are using the military to potentially seize these uh, voting machines, even though it's a discussion, the public needs to know we've never had that before. The draft, which was pu uh, published by political, that I talked about, which was published by Political last week, also said that the defense secretary could identify National Guard units to be federalized to help the effort. <clears throat> Thompson also said he wasn't aware of any operational plan, but... We do know that a potential person was identified to become the attorney general of the U.S. who would communicate with certain states that the election on their, uh, on, on their situation had been fraudulent and not to produce certified documents to withhold the, the certification of the election. The order would have authorized the Secretary of Defense to seize, collect, retain, and analyze all machines, equipment, electronically stored information, and material records required for retention under a feder that federal law uh, uh, governing re retention and preservation of election uh, records that I talked about. Thompson said that the committee does, <clears throat> does not know whether there was any uh, within the Pentagon, working on the issue of possibly seizing voting machines, but said the draft order is reason enough to believe that it was being proposed. <clears throat> he said, we have information that between the Department of Justice, a plan was put forward to potentially seize voting machines in the country and utilize Department of Defense assets to make that happen. By the way, Bill Barr uh, is expected to release a book March 8th. Uh, that should be 
an explosion of shit in a room of fans, if I'm not mistaken. Bill Barr cannot be trusted. He's a right-wing sociopath. So some of the information is going to be guarded. He's going to protect Republicans. But I don't think he wants to protect Trump. Um, Thompson also talked about the story we talked about last week uh, about those uh, fake electors. He said the... um, Remember that story? That was where uh, the uh, electors for, uh, even in states where Trump lost, electors signed documents stating that they were the electors for Trump and sent them to the National Archives. Illegally. He said the panel is concerned that documents were filed by individuals uh, falsely claiming they were responsible for conducting and certifying elections. He said... When you falsify documents in most instances, that's a criminal act, noting that any decision on possible prosecutions would be made by the Justice Department. The uh, committee has, in the course of its investigation, issued subpoenas for dozens of people, White House aides, organizers of the January 6th rally outside the White House, and allies of Trump. And Thompson said it is in the process of reviewing the more than 700 pages of documents it obtained from the National Archives, which was just on Friday, right? I I mean, I'm sure they've been combing over these documents over the weekend, uh, every inch of them. Moving on to something we thought we were done with, uh, the Taliban. And uh, a meeting with Western diplomats have begun their first official talks in Europe since they took control of Afghanistan in August uh, Tal- Taliban representatives will be uh, certain, of course, to press their demand that nearly $10 billion frozen by the U.S. and uh, other Western countries be released as Afghanistan faces uh, a horrible humanitarian situation. And I understand the, the, the humanitarian situation. I understand that. But the U.S. needs to use this leverage properly. Okay? We can't release this money. I mean, if they want aid from other countries, then they need to let other countries go in and give aid. But the aid is not going to come from this money. It shouldn't. But I don't know what's going to happen at the talks. Ahead of the talks, Western diplomats met with Afghan women's rights activists and human rights defenders uh, about their uh, demands and assessment of the current situation on the ground. Uh, The meeting was attended by representatives of the EU, the US, Britain, France, Italy, uh, and hosts uh, in Norway. Uh, Talks with European and U.S. representatives were expected to cover everything from education to humanitarian aid to greater inclusivity. Uh, That's the most important thing, uh, probably. Faced with the Taliban's request for funds, Western powers are likely to put the rights of women and girls in Afghanistan high on the agenda, along with the recurring demand uh, for the Taliban administration to share power with uh, Afghan, uh, Afghanistan's minority, ethnic, and religious groups. Not just one way or the highway. You need more people inside the government from different sec- uh, uh, sects, I guess. Yeah. Uh, since uh, sweeping to power in mid-August, the Taliban have imposed widespread restrictions, many of them directed at women, of course. Women have been banned from many jobs outside uh, health and education fields. Uh, Their access to education has been restricted beyond sixth grade, and they have been ordered to wear the hijab. Now, the Taliban has stopped short of imposing the burqa. 
that doesn't mean it won't happen. Um, uh, the the burqa was compulsory when they previously ruled Afghanistan. So, I, I mean, baby steps, I guess, right? Uh, in a tweet today, the U.S. Uh, Special Representative for Afghanistan, Tom West, welcomed talks between Taliban and the country's civil society representatives and said, we will uh, continue clear-eyed diplomacy with the Taliban regarding our concerns and our abiding interest in a stable rights-respecting, and inclusive Afghanistan. So there you go. Now some Assange news. Uh, Julian Assange. <clears throat> A UK court ruled today that... Uh, the uh, WikiLeaks founder, Julian Assange, can appeal a December decision permitting his extradition to the U.S., where the Department of Justice is, is attempting to prosecute uh, him for publishing classified information that exposed U.S. war crimes. Again, this is about the video. He got, he got video from a winged aircraft that showed that winged aircraft firing on and killing civilians in a courtyard, if I'm not mistaken. Just like what they did, what the, uh, the Pentagon just released um, last week. Uh, they released that video of that. Remember when we were come, pulling out of the Talib, out of uh, Afghanistan in the, in the waning days that they sent a missile? We did this story months ago where they shot that missile into a courtyard and killed a bunch of children. Okay, so basically... Julian Assange released some video early, uh, like uh, early in, in the uh, Afghan war about uh, the U.S. doing something like that. He should, uh, uh, Assange should actually be released right now. I mean, as far as journalism and releasing documents showing war crimes by the U.S. should not be against the law. If someone committed war crimes, they should be tried and thrown in prison. If found guilty, of course. Um, the only argument uh, they accepted from Assange's team was that the Supreme Court had never considered whether higher courts could take up assurances made by a state requesting extradition when the assurances were not put before lower courts earlier in the legal proceedings. Uh, Assange's fiance Stella Morris, that's really confusing, said in a statement outside the court on Monday, uh, today, uh, but it was yesterday, of course. Uh, the high court, well, it wasn't yesterday. It was, well, I guess it was just very early today. Uh, the high court certified that we had raised a point of law of general public importance and that the Supreme Court has good grounds to hear this appeal. Uh, the situation now is that the Supreme Court has to decide whether it will hear the appeal, but make no mistake, we won today in court. So if the court hears the appeal, they may decide to grant uh, um, uh, uh, Assange and his people by stopping the U.S. from uh, uh, having him shipped over there. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, relatively short today. I, I sort of rambled a little. Sorry about that. I'm like that sometimes. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Monday. 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 Welcome back from the, from the weekend. Monday, January 24th, 2022. Monday, January 24th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. I, I really do. Uh, bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. 
Uh, I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me. Or, or maybe you want to tell me about a story. Yeah, you can tell me about a story. Or maybe you want to school me on something. Say, hey, you got this wrong. I might listen to you, but uh, we might just have be th- be visualizing things differently. But we'll see. Remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. We'll let you listen to some music for a little bit until we get to 25 minutes. I'm just wasting time. Wasting time. Football this weekend. You guys going to have a good time watch it? Sure, why not? <laughs>